Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Guys, who actually am I? I'm recording two podcast episodes in one day. Like I've just recorded an episode and now I'm recording another one. And literally for the last two weeks, I've had no vibe to even want to record an episode. And now I've got like three or four popping out of me. So I'm going to do two today and maybe two another day. But yeah, I digress. That's not what you came here for. (laughs) You came here for me to talk about whatever you believe is real, is real. What do I mean by that? If you believe it, it's real. So if I personally believe that you can change industry with no qualifications and experience, guess what? Throughout my life, I'm going to be able to change industry with no qualifications or experience because I believe I can do it. So it happens. If you believe you can't change industry without qualifications, guess what? The opportunities will never arise. It won't ever happen for you because you don't believe it can happen. So you won't even be looking in the right places and you'll never change industry without experience or qualifications. Just is what it is. If you believe that you need a degree to make six figures, then guess what? That's what the truth is. Whatever you believe is what you create in your reality. Everything you see around you right now is every thought, belief and action you have taken up until this day for whatever you've got in front of you to happen. That's how people win the lottery and lose all their money. (laughs) Because I'm like, if I won the lottery, how am I losing all my money? How am I going broke? Because whatever you believe to be true is true. Whatever your reality is in your brain, that will manifest itself into your real life. Whatever you believe internally is what will show up externally. And it is literally as simple as that. And today I want to talk about how that shows up in our career, in our life. Like, how is that showing up? This connects to last week's episode, to be honest with you, because I'm recording two episodes in the same day. So they connect really, really nicely because I have thousands of conversations with different clients. And one thing they all do, and I do as well, is fight to hold on to their own limiting beliefs. Yes, exactly what I said. Fight to hold on to a limiting belief. Hold on to a belief that is negative because it's all they've known and it's what they've learned their whole life. You've lived for 30 years and you thought of one way. When someone else gives you a new way of thinking, you're going to always try and fight against it and say, nah. Nah, because you're trying to hold on to your limiting beliefs. And again, if I connect this to last week's episode, my client, if she says to me, like, I have to do the mindset work or I cannot apply to the job. And then I was like, well, what if we take away your current job? I bet you'll sit your ass down and do about 20 applications because you're so desperate, because the only way for you to do it is to shift into desperate energy rather than doing it from a place of good. That's a limiting belief you're holding on to. If you sit here now and say to me, Adele, I can't lose weight unless I smoke. Whenever I smoke, I've been able to lose weight much quicker. That's a belief. It's a limiting belief. I used to smoke many, 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 many years ago. And I used to be like, even when I gave up, I still used to smoke when I went out and had a drink. Because I was like, whenever you drink, if you smoked before in your life, there's no way you always have to have a cigarette. Because if you're an ex-smoker, when you go out drinking, you need to smoke. That was a fake belief that I told myself and I wanted to hold on to it. I would argue with anyone. I would argue you down if you told me it wasn't true. Guess what? It's not true because I don't smoke at all now. I haven't in over 15 years. I don't smoke. Like, no, has nothing to do with whatever I was saying before being true. It has everything to do with me wanting that to be true. So I hold on to that belief. If you believe that money doesn't grow on trees, because I'm sure most of us has heard that. I don't care if you grew up in a Caribbean household, an African household, 
a British household, like in England, whatever house you grew up in, you heard money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> Unless your parents were really forward thinking and they didn't talk like that in their home. I heard a lot money doesn't grow on trees. I'm from a Jamaican house. So I used to hear, what do you want me to do? Go and sell my front so you can get some money. Hell no. Hilarious. But I've heard it all. Okay. Money was a sense of struggle in our home. So for me, my belief was that money was hard to come by. Always has been. My belief has always been it's hard to come by. But I've got other friends that also grew up with quite poor, like I did, with not much. Like we never had enough. Never had enough money. So that means we never had enough food. We never had enough clothing. Like we had a roof over our head. Amazing. But we never had enough. If the boiler broke down in the house, we'd sometimes have to go days with it being cold because my mum couldn't afford to get the money together to fix the thing because we always didn't have enough. It just was how it was. I've got other people I know that didn't have enough. Like listen to my first episode of this year, my second episode with Cleo, where she talks about the fact she grew up really poor too, but she started to look around her and her belief was money is everywhere, just not in my house. You see? So two people growing up in similar ways, but my belief was just like money's hard to come by. Money is stressful. You need lots of it because if you don't, your life is hard. Like that's how I believe. And I could fight and keep saying my whole life, money's hard to come by, telling everyone, oh, don't spend money like that. It's hard to come by. Or I can do the work to shift that belief. I don't believe you can totally necessarily remove a belief, not the ones that are deep rooted in your core, but I believe that you can shift them and make them better. Even if it's only one degree shift, two degrees shift, three degrees. Some people make a 95 degree shift so they think the limiting belief's gone, but then something else happens and it crops back up. But I do believe you can do better. My, one of my biggest belief, my hardest belief, the belief that shakes my soul and my core is that is about money. Right now, the belief has changed, but my old belief used to be, I'm bad with money. Like, because if I wasn't, I'd have more of it. That, it was as simple as that. I was like, I'm bad with money. And guess what? Those times there, I had debt, I had all kinds of things going on because my belief was that I was bad with money. So yeah, my belief was that I was bad with money for a really long time, like because of how I grew up, because of everything that was going on, money felt hard, felt hard to get, hard to keep, just everything was hard. And then I started working on my new belief. And when we change our beliefs, people try and change everything at once. But the truth is changing it all at once doesn't help you. You have to change it a bit by bit. Like, I say this all the time. You cannot go from I am enough. Or, sorry. You cannot go from I am not enough to I am enough in one go. That's not real life because you're just saying that you are enough. You don't believe it. You can look in the mirror and do as many affirmations as you want saying, I am enough. I am enough. If your belief at your core is not that, it's not that. Literally as simple as that. If your belief at your core is not that, it's not that. So the shift that I made was I now believe. Now, be really clear. I still struggle with my own money beliefs because I still feel like money is hard to get. But I also believe that I am good with money. Like if I get some money, I know how to make it make more money. I know how to save well, invest in bonds and stocks. Like I know how to make money, make money. I've been on a 30K salary before and still been able to travel five times a year. And people are like, how? Because I know when to look for flights, when flights are discounted. I know when and how to do certain things. Like I'm, I'm not a budget shopper. Like I won't go out and like budget everything. Like that's just not for me. I just don't have the vibe for it. But I do know when and how to purchase things that I want so that it makes sense on my pocket. I also know what's priority to me. So going out, partying and all that stuff, not necessary priority, but spending some money on a flight, priority. Spending some money on a nice hotel, priority. Spending some money on some good food, priority. But I know how to make my money stretch. But I've always felt like getting money was hard. Even till this day, I still feel like getting the money is hard. Keeping it, 
and making it make more, make, multiplying it, doubling it, tripling it, making it make more. Oh, I'm good at that. But getting it, I feel like I've got to work hard for it. And that's a limiting belief. That's not the truth. There are people out here that don't work as hard as I do and are making more money than me. So it's me believing that. And if you fight for that belief, like if I fight and say, no, it's because getting money's hard and da, 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 that's me fighting to hold on to my limiting belief. I want the limiting belief to be true. Why would you want your limiting belief to be true? The next time someone gives you another opinion or another way of thinking about things, just feel in your body and think in your mind. What is your first thought? Oh, no, that wouldn't work for me. Are you really sitting here fighting for your limiting beliefs to be true? When actually someone's trying to teach you something else that will give you a different perspective. One of my clients believes that she cannot do hard things. When something is hard for her, her brain shuts down. Like literally, that is what we spoke about. One of my clients literally said to me, I can't do hard things. Whenever something gets really, really hard or whenever I have too much pressure, my brain just shuts down, my body shuts down and physically I can't do anything. And I said to her, that's a limiting belief. She said, no, it's a real thing because I can feel it in my body. Yeah, but your beliefs affect your body. You've heard how stress kills. Stress literally in your brain puts strain on your heart. Stress literally changes the molecules and the DNA in your body and messes with you. Stress literally, not the DNA, I don't know why I said the DNA. (laughs) Any of my STEM girls listening, ignore. It changes the cells in your body. It literally breaks down the molecules and the cells in your body and changes it. Stress is a killer. That's why they say stress is a killer. Keep your stress levels down. Stress is something that starts in the brain, right? It's a fear of something. It's a worry about something. It's an overwhelm. So it is a limiting belief. A belief will give you a reaction in your body. So I said to her, it's not that you can't do hard things. It's that you're, you've decided that that's your belief. But if you can shift that belief, even one degree, it's going to change your whole life. And that's the place where most people get stuck. They think you have to shift everything. You have to change everything. You have to go from, like I said, go from feeling like I'm not enough to I'm enough. You can't do that overnight. If your belief currently is I, I can't do hard things, shift that by one degree. What if I can only do hard things when I have no other choice? Like I spoke about in last week's episode, if the pressure's on you, like you lose your job, can you do hard things? Will you be able to just do the application, do the thing that you don't enjoy, change your CV so that you can hurry up and get a job? Will you be able to do hard things? What if you just shift by one degree? I struggle to do hard things. But when I have to, I can. That is one degree. That's not you saying, oh, I can do all the things. I can do hard things. No, because it's not real. You can't go from I can't do hard things to I can do hard things. No. But what if you shift it by one degree and then you shift it by two degrees and then you shift it by three degrees and then you shift it by four degrees? What if you say to yourself, I can only do hard things when I have to really do it? So that's one degree. And then you change that belief to I can only do hard things when it's towards my goals. Like if I have to do something hard and it's going to help me get a result, I can do it. Ooh, that's two degrees. You've just shifted your belief two degrees. I still struggle to do hard things, but if it's to do it towards my goals, I can do it. Eventually you will shift your belief one degree at a time, 1% at a time until you get to where you want to get. You can shift things even further. What if your belief is just as simple as I can only do hard things sometimes? What if that's it? What if that's the one degree for you? What if all you can say is I can only do hard things sometimes? You do that until you shift to the belief that you want. If the belief that you want for me is that money is easy. That's my belief. That's the belief I want to get to. Currently, my belief is that I'm really good with money. That feels good to me because the thing is when you trying to change a belief, it has to connect to your brain. Your brain, it has to be believable. It has to be a little bit of a push from where you once were, but not so far of a push that actually you're just saying it and you don't believe it. It's like saying, Yesterday, I'm not confident. And today, I'm super confident. I'm the most confident woman in the world. It's not real. 
<laughs> you can fake it till you make it, but not at that level. That's just ridiculous. So instead of thinking of it like that, you need to start thinking of it as shifting one belief at a time, shifting one degree at a time. What if the belief I can't do hard things eventually becomes, I know I can do the hard things because it gets me to the easy things, right? If you can believe that, guess what? All the times you've been saying you can't do hard things, you're going to start doing harder things so that you can get to the easy things. Because now your brain likes that thought. It likes that new thought. There are so many beliefs between where you currently are and where you want to be, but you have to be willing to step out of them. I didn't start being good with money until I was like, wait, you actually are really good at saving. That was my first shift. My first shift was just, I'm really good at saving. I started to notice I saved a lot of money and people was always like, you have a lot of savings. And I was like, really? And it started off with me just saving like £5 a month. Then that became £10, then £20, then £100, then £200, then £300. And I started paying myself. Whenever I get paid every month, I pay myself first. If you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, you know that that's, that's my thing. Like when I get paid, if I get paid £2,000, I pay myself first and then I pay all my bills because I need a roof over my head. After that, whatever's left is my spending money. But I pay myself like it's a bill. Why wouldn't you be your own priority? I pay myself like I am a bill. I am a bill that costs two, three hundred pounds a month. And I pay it. I pay it like it's a gas bill or electric bill. Because if your gas goes up tomorrow, which all of us have if you're in the UK, we've had to find that extra money. So all this time, if you was able to find that extra money at the last minute, you could have had that extra money to be saving. Let's be real. We all say we can't save, but I started off saving single mom. I probably was on a 20K, like a crap salary. I was saving though, because my brain wanted to believe that I was good at saving. I became good at saving. And that helped me to realize, oh, I'm not bad with money. I'm just not good at getting money. And that's where how the belief shifted. So I'm good with money once I get it. I just find it a little bit hard to get it. So now it's just working on shifting the belief of it's hard to get. I find it harder than other people to get money. Because really I don't. Because there's people that talk to me all the time and they're like, but you get money from your business. You get money from your nine to five. You know how to like get 20, 30K pay rises. And I'm like, sometimes I forget that not everyone can do that. And I take it for granted that, yeah, I can get 30K extra on my pay, but I still have to work for it. So to me, that's not easy. Easy money to me, getting money easily is me barely having to work. So me working two days a week and still earning like 60, 70K, that's, that's easy to me. <laughs> and I know a lot of you listening are like, Adele, that's ridiculous. I would just be happy to get 60K and work five days a week. But do you see that's your belief? You have chosen that to be your belief. Within my belief, you pick out what you want to choose. We all choose our beliefs. And if you don't believe me, I think that everyone listening today should go and join the circus. You all laughed, right? And you all rejected that belief. You all laughed. You were literally like, go and join the circus. That's so random, Adele. No. Why don't you believe it? I'm telling you that it's true. So if I walk up to you now and tell you something different, if I walk up to you now and tell you, you can't change industry unless you've got a qualification, why do you choose to believe that? If I walk up to you and say to you, oh, you've put on quite a lot of weight, you're quite fat. Do you believe me or do you don't believe me? If you already have a slight belief that you're overweight, you automatically believe me, but you can reject a thought. You can just decide like, she's just talking. People are always going to talk, change how you hear. You do not have to believe what is out here in this world, but whatever you believe will 100% be your reality. 100%. I talked about this belief from when I was younger in my last episode. And I want to get into it just a little bit more. I really do want to just touch on it. If you listen to the last episode, you might want to skip this bit or you might want to listen again, but I just want you to really understand because now I want to talk about it from a belief point of view, not from a, you need to take action type of view. So anyway, so I was bullied all the way through primary school. <laughs> it felt like all the way, it was at least three years. And this is like a really good story. Like, I have to tell you this story. I didn't believe that I was strong. I didn't believe that I could fight. 
So I got my ass beat almost every single day because my belief was that I wasn't strong and that I could not fight. I got called the N-word. My clothes got ripped. I got hit every day, almost every single day. I got footballs thrown at me, kicks. It was horrible. And I never once fought back because my belief made it so I couldn't take the action to fight back. But my belief did not change until my mum found out I was being bullied. And unlike other mums who would comfort you and say, are you okay? She blamed me. (laughs) And in the last episode, I didn't go into why, but she, my mum really looked at it, was like, she's not always going to be there to take care of me. She is not always going to be there to hold my hand. If I don't stand up for myself now, I will be a victim and be bullied my whole life. And that is why she reacted the way she did. She looked at me and said, look how big you are, meaning how tall I was. Why do I feed you if you are just going to let people beat your ass? That don't make no sense. She cussed me out. She screamed at me. She was like, I'm making your back strong for nothing. It's a very Jamaican saying, like, my back strong. She was making my back strong for nothing. But I, at the time, I didn't understand why my mom would go so hard at me. I cried my eyes out. But she said to me, if I find out you've been bullied again, if I find out your clothes have been ripped because these girls are picking on you, I will beat the shit out of you. And I will beat you at school in front of these people. <sighs> Imagine that's what my mom said to me after she found out I was being bullied for three years. Now, my mom's a five foot three script woman, but she is scary. She is a scary ass woman. And I was not about to ever come home again from being beat. It didn't matter what my belief was. It did not matter. I had to adopt a new belief. And my new belief was my mom was telling me, look how strong you are. No one should be able to beat you up. She drummed that into me that night. And that, I adopted that as my new belief. And guess what? I went to school and over the next three or four days, I beat the living daylights out of every single one of those girls who had been beating me up. The new belief was actually the fear of God because it wasn't actually a new belief. First of all, I had the fear of God in me. But then after I did the thing and I beat the girls up, my new belief became, and that's what I was talking about in the last episode. Sometimes you take action first, then you get the new belief. The fear of God is, it, is what my mum put the fear of God in me. I was really scared of her. I was more scared of my mum beating me than three girls at school. So I went to school and beat those girls up because I refused to be bullied anymore. Me standing up for myself created a new belief. I could beat people because I'm big. <laughs> I'm bigger than them. <laughs> Which hindered me because of my new belief that I had adopted meant that when a new girl, well, another girl who was older than me, she was calling me the M word every day and like pushed me and hit me. She was in the year above me. So I was in the second to like year five or whatever it is. And she was in year six and she used to pick on me every day. I didn't think I could beat her up because she was bigger than me. But bear in mind, I still thought I was a bit stronger than I had been before. So she bullied me for a little while, a few couple of months. It was only a couple of months. I still remember her name. Her name was Anne-Marie and I will say it on here because I don't care. But she beat me for a couple of months because I didn't say my school name. So you don't know where I went to school. So <laughs> it was like two months and she beat me up most days, not every day, a couple of times a week. A lot of pushing, a lot of name calling. Not all, every day wasn't hands on me, but you know, always saying something to me almost every day. And one day she was hitting me, hitting me, hitting me, hitting me, and it hurt. It hurt so bad, guys. I mean, it hurt. I was just getting hit, hit, hit. And I was crying. I was just getting hit, and I was getting hit, and I was getting hit. And I just remember something coming over me, and it was like this level of rage that I'd never felt before. And I stood up and I punched her square in the face. And I'd never actually punched someone before. I'd slapped, you know, like hit, not real punches. Like this was a real connect punch. Her nose just like, I felt like it busted open and started bleeding. It didn't actually bust open, but that's how it felt. I'm 10. So come on, guys, bear with me. Busted open. (laughs) 10 year old me was like, yeah, busted open. Blood everywhere. I kind of stopped. I didn't know what to do. She ran off. I started crying. Teacher came. I'm still crying. I'm shouting. All kinds of things are going on because I'm not a fighter, guys. I don't like confrontation. 
Truth is, I was the shyest little kid growing up. I was also an introvert. I hadn't, I wasn't, how are you going to win if you're an introvert and you're shy? And that's what the, the case for a lot of introverts. They're not necessarily outgoing. I'm now, cause, and that's the whole purpose. You're introverted. You like your own time. I'm still an introvert, but I'm an extroverted introvert, which basically means because I'm so confident, I present as an extrovert. People think, oh my God, she's an extrovert. But if you talk to me for a little while and you get to know me, you realize that actually I like to be by myself. I can be really quiet. I can be shy still at times, not that often, but I can still get really, really shy in bigger group situations. And I was this shy kid who was also an introvert getting my ass beat. Like it wasn't good for me. So that didn't help me. But guess what? I hit her. And then my new belief became, oh, if anyone pushes me too far, if you have my back against the wall, I will. I will bust your ass. It don't matter if you're bigger than me or smaller than me. And that became my new belief. The action helped me create that new belief, but that became my new belief. And no, I'm not telling anyone to go and start fighting. Like, no, like I said to you, I'm not a fighter, but I'm trying to give you an understanding of how you can say you believe something, but if you truly believed it, you would act accordingly. So if I really believed that I was now strong, I wouldn't have allowed a new girl to come and beat me up just because she was bigger than me. But the truth was the actual belief that I had adopted in my brain without knowing it, because as a kid, you don't know what belief. The belief was, oh, because I'm big, that's why I was able to beat those three girls up all of a sudden, even though they'd been beating me up for three years. My mum basically said to me, look how big you are. There's no way that these little, she knew some of the girls when I named them. So she was like, how are these little small girls beating the hell out of you? That doesn't make sense. How are they ripping your clothes? How are you coming home with clothes ripped from these little girls? Go and deal with them. And that night she taught me how to, she told me how you fight because I didn't know how to fight either. And then I went to school and had a fight. But I'm saying my new belief wasn't actually that I was strong because if it was, as soon as that girl tried to bully me, (laughs) it wouldn't have worked. However, when I went to high school, I was a whole new human being. And even though I'm English, I still say high school and not secondary school. And the reason is my school was called high school. It was called whatever high school. It wasn't called secondary school. So anyway, I went to high school and... I think my first week in year seven, a year 11, dragged me out of the food line and said I was in her way so she could get food. I picked up a food tray and clapped the crap out of her head, like literally just hit until she fell out of the line. She went to fight me and the teacher came over and said, what's going on? And I was basically like, oh my God, this year 11 tried to beat me. These times everyone saw that I hit, beat the hell out of her with a tray because she had already tried to drag me out of the line. You know why? Because when I started in year seven, I already believed I was strong. My new belief was cemented. When you have a really, truly new belief, when you have shifted by one, two, three, four, five percent, you act accordingly. So any of you that are out there right now and you're saying, oh, I'm really confident, but when you show up for interviews, you, you, you're scared, you don't think you're good enough, you're worried, you're not, the belief isn't that you're confident. Your belief isn't there that you're confident. You're better off saying I'm confident in certain situations. That's a different belief. If you want to be all around confident, you have to work on that belief. How can you work on that belief? Start small. Starts with the next thought. What's the next thought? Instead of I'm really crap at going to interviews, I'm really bad at interviews. I think that if I practice, I'll be better. So I'm not great at interviews, but actually if I practice, I think I'll be better. That's the new belief. It doesn't have to be this major, oh my God, I'm amazing. It can literally be one degree shift. Instead of thinking you can't do hard things, I can't push myself because when I do, everything goes wrong. Nah. I can do hard things if it's necessary to achieve my goals. How does that feel in your spirit? How does that feel in your body? You just need to find the new belief that feels good. And that's really important. The new belief has to feel realistic to you. And then you have to move. You have to take action from that new belief. If you're saying, 
I can do hard things if it's towards my goal. The next time something's towards your goal, make sure you do the thing that you've been avoiding. It's literally as straightforward as that. And no, I'm not saying you're going to get it right the first time or the second time or the third time, but maybe that fourth time, that fifth time, that sixth time, you might get it right. You might start to be like, oh, okay, this is how I strengthen the belief. You strengthen your beliefs through taking action. You adopt the belief by first deciding that you want that to be your new belief. Like I've decided I want my belief to be money is all around, like money's easy to come by. But also I have this, I used to have this belief that there was never enough money. Now I believe, now I believe there's enough money. I actually believe there's more than enough money. I want to actually believe that money is unlimited. That's what I want to believe because you're probably all thinking, oh, you already believe that there's more than enough. Yeah. And guess what? More than enough has got me. More than enough means that when my bills are paid and everything's done, I have more than enough. I can help my mum. I can save for my daughter. I can travel. I can pay off any debt. Like if I use a credit card, I can pay it off the same month. If I use a credit card, to, I don't know, fix the car, whatever, I can pay it off the next month. Like I, there's no debt. I'm not sitting in debt. I don't have to sit in debt. If I decide to sit in debt because I don't know, I've got an interest free 12 month credit card. I'll just leave it there. And after 12 months, then I'll just pay it off so that I don't have to pay interest. But what I'm saying is because the belief is I have more than enough. When I used to believe that I have enough, guess what I used to be able to do? Pay my bills, maybe get a couple of takeaways, pay my daughter's nursery fees. And that was it. I couldn't do bare extras. If my car broke down and I needed to suddenly find a thousand pound, I couldn't because I used to always be like, I just want to have enough. And actually enough money for me does not create freedom. Because enough, there's no such thing as enough. Because if you say I need this exact amount every month and that's enough, what about when there's a surprise? What about when they put your electric bill up by a hundred pound? Thank you very much, British Gas. Ridiculous. <laughs> what happens when petrol suddenly goes up? What happens when the car breaks down? What happens when nursery fees increase? What happens when you need to find money out of nowhere, but you've always just settled for enough? That's why people feel stressed. That's why people feel frustrated. I started to learn that I didn't, enough came from the fact that we never had enough. So I just wanted to always grow up and have enough until I realized that enough wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to have more than enough. And now I want to have overflow. I want to have more than the more. And I'm not scared to say that because I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing freedom. I'm chasing time. I'm chasing the ability to not have to work five days a week, but still have more than five days a week money in my bank account. Like I'm, that's what I'm chasing so that I can take time off and hang out with my daughter, go eat in the middle of a day on a Wednesday. I'm chasing freedom. And I'm creating that through a nine to five as well as through a business. Everyone will create freedom their own way, but you get to decide, but you first have to work on the belief, not just saying it. And that's why this episode I'm saying that don't just say it. Don't just say the affirmations. Don't just journal. Don't just say, oh yeah, I'm really good with money but then you don't trust yourself when to invest in something. Or if something good comes up, you don't trust yourself with that money. So you just hold on to it or you're scared. That means you don't feel like you're good with money and that's okay. Work on the belief. That's okay. But it's okay to address it. You can't sit here and say, I think money's everywhere. But every time you go shopping, you're penny pinching and you're like, oh no, it only usually costs 34p, but now it's 38p. That 4p is too much. You don't think money's everywhere. Because if you think money's everywhere, you think it's always coming to you. And if you think money's always coming to you, you're not, it, there's not a difference between 34p and 38p. There's not a difference between £2 and £5, let's be honest, because you believe that money's always coming to you. So the truth is, you don't believe that. Like, if I see something that's £2 or £5, I'm going to buy the £2 one for sure. I'm not an idiot. But at the same time, what I'm saying is if the £2 ones run out and they haven't got any and I want that thing, like the other day, I wanted avocados. I usually get the £1.60 avocados. They was finished. The only ones there were the organic ones for £4. I could have easily been like, nah, I'm not paying £4. Oh, well, no avocados this week. Hell no, I wanted my avocados, so I paid the £4. Oh, well. 
Why? Because that extra change ain't going to break the bank. And even if it did, I believe that I have more than enough. Do you see? When I used to believe I only had enough, I wouldn't have bought them. If I believed that money was everywhere, I might have bought two packets because I would be like, it's not even a big deal. I'll spend eight pound on, you know, four pound, four pound. I don't care. <laughs> and that's what you see people doing sometimes. People that believe money's all around them and then money's abundant, they buy the things they want. They support the people they want. They're not worried that money's going to run out. I don't have that. I still believe money is going to run the hell out. And that is my limiting belief. And I will say it anywhere on any platform because the truth is we all live with our own beliefs. And even when I thought that belief was gone, I, I thought that I, that belief wasn't true until the pandemic hit. And then when that happened, I felt like, oh my God, my means of making money has been taken away. It brought me right back. And I want you to know for every new belief, have you heard that saying? New level, new devil. Absolutely true. For every new belief, for every new level you achieve, there will be a new belief that you have in your brain. There will be, for every new level that you achieve in life, there'll be a new devil. It is basically like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> that was the last movie I went to see, guys. So that's why it's on my brain. But if you've ever played Super Mario as a kid, you know, when you, each level has like a baddie at the end. And at the very, the very, very last, it's the big, big boss, like the big bad boss. And you have to press all the buttons. That's, that's how I used to win anyway. You press all the buttons and fight everything to jump and do all the nonsense so that you can win. That's how your beliefs are. Don't think because you shift one belief, it won't show up again at a new level in a slightly different way. Or you've shifted it 90%, but actually something catastrophic happens or something bad happens. And now that 10%, it brings it all back. And now you're back. Like I said, shift your beliefs one degree at a time to get to where you want to get to. But understand each level creates a new problem. Each level creates a new mindset block. You will be like, I just want to get to that level. I just want to be able to do that. And then you'll get there and then you'll realize something new comes up. But you can deal with it. You just have to understand it and be aware of it. And I want to say this because this one was really important to me. Being aware of a limiting belief is not the same as shifting a limiting belief. I'm going to let that sit with you for a second. Awareness is really important. Being aware that you have a negative belief is how you start to shift it. But awareness doesn't mean you've removed it. I'm not even sure if you can totally remove a belief. I don't know if I believe that. And again, that might just be my own limiting belief. I don't think you can totally remove a belief. I think you can shift it. And I think you can reframe a belief so that you can start believing something else. But I think some beliefs are ingrained in our core and they take months and months and years even to shift all the way. And that's why I don't believe necessarily you can always remove the belief. But I do definitely think you can shift a belief. by like, If you can shift a belief by like even 1%, it makes such a big difference in your life. But awareness isn't removal of a belief. Just because people walk around all the time and say to me, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Like I know that when I was a child, money was so scarce in our house. So that's why sometimes I'm scared to spend it. Okay, cool. You're aware, but what are you doing with that awareness? Awareness won't stop you still acting in the same old ways. Awareness won't stop you still acting off of an old belief. You know, people in this world are aware that they've got a little bit too much weight on their body or they feel fat. They're aware that still doesn't make them go to the gym. It still doesn't make them work out. When I put on weight, I was aware, didn't make me do anything. The belief that I can do something, the belief that I don't have to go to a gym and I can actually change my weight in my house is what helped me. The belief that I only need to work out 15 minutes a day helped me because I, I refuse. I'm lazy. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I lost all my weight that I wanted to lose 15 minutes a day in my house, five days a week. And then I reduced that to now doing three or four days a week. 
15, I do no more than 15 minutes. Grow with Joe. If you don't believe me, go check her out. She does dance workouts. She does all different types of workouts. I'm doing all these, I'm promoting all these, I'm saying all these things like I'm getting paid for it. No, I'm not getting paid for any of this. Super Mario Brothers. Now I'm talking about Joe with, Grow with Joe. Anyway, she's amazing. But 15 minutes a day, I do her 15 minute workout. I do her 15 minute walk workout. I do her 15 minute workouts. And my new belief is that I can do 15 minutes a day and be exactly where I want to be. My summer body is ready. That's my new belief. So it's, it's true. I don't care. 20 of you can come to me and say that that's not how it works Adele. I'm a personal trainer. Da, da, da. But if I'm showing you that I've lost weight, if I lose a stone <laughs> from doing 15 minutes a day in my house, there's no way you're going to tell me that it doesn't work. That doesn't make sense. And that's why your beliefs have to be your belief. You can't listen to everything everyone else says. But if you're not getting any results, <laughs> then your beliefs don't, <laughs> then it don't work. If you're not getting the result you want, like if I'm doing 15 minutes a day for the next three months and I'm still the same weight, then, then, then it's not working. Something's not working. Something's not connecting. <laughs> it's not true. Because I've just proved to myself it's not true. I've done a scientific experiment and proved that it's not true. Awareness does not mean the removal of a, awareness means that you're just aware. You can be aware that your weight is not where you want it to be and you want to lose it, but that's not going to get you to going and losing the weight. A new belief has to get you there because whatever your current belief is, that's how you put on the weight. Sometimes the belief might be, oh, everyone in my family's fat. My mum's fat. Like I'm, I'm 30, I'm 40, I can't shift the weight. When you get older, it's harder to lose weight. When you get older, you can't lose weight. If that's the belief, then that's going to obviously cause a problem. That's going to have you stuck because the belief is that even though you're aware that you're overweight, the belief that you can't lose weight because of your age or that it's super hard is what's stopping you. So you now need to shift that belief. The work on the belief is important. Don't just say stuff. Saying stuff is not going to get you where you want to be. You can say till you're blue in the face. I'm a confident woman. You will never be a confident woman if you're not actually believing it in the core of your body and you're not moving in that way. So if you're, I want everyone who's listening to this to go and check their actions right now. All the things you say you are, are you really? Just like I said in last week's episode, if you're doing all the mindset work and you're still not getting the results you want, why? What is missing? What is the real belief? Because the real belief will always show you. If I think money's everywhere, but I'm not willing to pay the extra money for the avocados, then I don't think money's everywhere. Simple as that. That shows me, my action shows me that I haven't reinforced the belief. And sometimes you have to do the action to create more of a belief in the belief. Because that's what happens. Actions reinforce your belief. Me working out for, it was eight weeks, 15 minutes a day, five days a week, and losing that weight, all the weight that I wanted. I was 73 kilos. I went down to 71. I don't know how much that is in stones. What was just under 71, but yeah. Did that in eight weeks, two months. I traveled during that time. I went on holiday. While I was on holiday, I used to do my little 15 minute workout, you know, YouTube on my phone, whatever it was. That's all I did. And I looked the way I look and I'm happy with it. So that strengthened my belief that it was possible. So now anyone, I don't care who you are, if you come to me and say, oh, you got to be in the gym for at least an hour. You got to do, <laughs> okay, that's your belief. Go, go, go off. Whatever you believe will be your reality. Decide to believe something different. I'm going to stop it there. It's been amazing talking to you guys as always. Remember to like this, share it with someone who might need it. Repost it on your socials and tag me in them. Like if you post it on Instagram, tag me. If you share it, let me know how you feel about the episodes. Leave a comment under the episode. Message me on Insta. Message me on LinkedIn or TikTok, wherever you hang out and you follow me. If you are looking for a coach who doesn't just deal with the career side, but also deals with the mindset, also deals with like, what's, I understand life will be laughing. So we do both. To get you to be confident, you have to work on your mindset. 
And to get you the 30 and the 40k pay rises, you have to take some sort of action. So if you're looking for a coach to help you do that, look no further. As always, it's been a pleasure and I'll speak to you in the next episode. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.